Welcome to the Madeira Tribune podcast sponsored by Pacific Metal Fab. I'm your host, Nika Sega-Brendrius, with my co-host, Tyler Takeda. And today we have a special guest on the Madeira Tribune podcast, the Director of Athletics for Madeira Unified School District, Marty Bitter. Now, we have a lot of um, great news in terms of uh, former athletes and current athletes here in Madeira. Tyler, do you want to go ahead and uh, get us started? Well, yeah, we're going to start this. But first, we're going to say, since we haven't been able to talk a lot of sports in this podcast, and they kind of don't want us to, but since we have a lot of sports, this podcast is dedicated to sports. Um, we have a lot of talk to. The biggest news is Madera's Lalo Herrera, he won the Pac-12 championship. I have Marty Bitter here. He's been here for more than 20 years, more than I have. How big is that for Madera to have a champion like Lalo won the Pac-12? Well, we were trying to think uh I'm not sure individually in the history of Madeira, uh, anybody has accomplished uh, that level of a feat. You know, he's in a Power 5 conference, Pac-12, running against some of the best runners in the country, and to be the Pac-12 individual champion, uh, not only champion, but by 11 seconds, pretty soundly, uh, is, is incredible. So uh, it was, uh, we've had a lot of kids go on and do a lot of great things, but that's, that's up there with the best of and then you, you've been around. How, tell me about Lalo when you, he was uh, uh, an athlete at Madeira South. Well, I'll tell you, he's, uh, he was a fantastic kid. He came in and uh, wasn't really cross-country. Ran cross-country in elementary and middle school, but not very seriously. Uh, he was a soccer kid, and that's what he really wanted to uh, move on and pursue. And then his older brother, um, Jose, had a really good, he was probably our first really strong cross-country runner in Madeira South. And I think Lalo kind of caught wind of that. And uh, when he was a couple years behind Jose, uh, decided to run some cross-country and then looked up the big brother. And, and uh, that was kind of set him on his path. And, and he was a multi-sport kid. He played uh, soccer up until I believe his junior year. And, and then he was, his junior and senior year was just uh, primarily cross-country and track and field. So uh, he was great to have, uh, very humble, um, always stayed with his roots, uh, extremely hard worker. And one of the things I remember most about him was just how mentally tough he was. You know, when he'd get in a race, he's not the tallest, uh, biggest guy. He wasn't in, in high school when I saw him run. The other day at, at for Colorado, I was like, holy cow, he's a man now. <laughs> but uh, just how mentally tough he was, you know, uh, running when, when things would get tough, that's when he would excel. He was still, um, the thing I remember most about um, Lalo is the big old smile. You know, he wins that Valley Championship, big old smile coming across the finish line. He wins this Pac-12 Championship, big old smile coming across the finish line. Those big old pearly whites. Absolutely. No doubt. Yeah. But, you know, I was talking to him last night, and, and one of the things that struck me is this is what he said. He goes, um, I needed help. I got help I needed, being able to, um, from coaches and everything. And he goes, um, I'm trying to set a great example for Madeira student athletes. I'm saying no matter where you're from, if you work hard, you can accomplish anything you put your mind to. The work must be done. I'm glad I'm doing what I'm doing. That's why I continue to work hard to continue to be an example for kids in Madeira. Oh, this is an example for those kids. 
We have a lot of talent in Madeira. It's a matter of whether they can get help to succeed. That's, that's basically Lalo in a nutshell, too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, it's funny. Uh, you know, I already told district leadership, man, we got to get that guy. we got to get Lalo here to speak to our kids' graduation. Because, you know, sometimes we, our, our kids need to see that it doesn't matter where you come from or where you go to school. If you put your mind to it, you can accomplish whatever your dreams are. And, and he's a perfect example of that. And, and we could not ask for in Madeira a, a, a better role model as far as a student athlete. Uh, he epitomized everything that we kind of, you know, our champions for life motto. Uh, that's, that's who he was and, and who he is. And, you know, he understands his roots. And, uh, you know, that's what we want. We want our athletes not just to be great athletes, but even better people that come back and want to give back and help those and be an example for those that come behind them to let them know this is possible. This is what you can do. Yeah, we're getting to the point with Madera South where these kids are coming out of college now and are being a member of the community. You know, somebody like Johnny Montano, who went to Fresno Pacific, is now is trying to be a teacher, I think, in this district or, you know, trying to be a teacher and give back to the people that gave back to her. Or even, um, like, if you remember Nicholas Hernandez, he's a senior over there at Embry-Riddle University, and they did well in the NAIA championships. So those kind of kids, you know, they're starting to, get past those collegiate careers and trying to give back to Madera. So it's really good to see those kids come back and help out. Uh, I remember opening up, and he probably did too, when we opened up Madera South. Uh, sometimes it seems we would talk about the, the fan, Madera fan, and the athletic hall of fame, and it seemed like it was going to be an eternity before any of the Madera South kids <laughs> uh, were able to get in there. And, and now, sure enough, here they are. They're all graduated high school, they graduated college, and uh, I know Superintendent Lyle, that's one of his goals. He wants to bring Madeira people back to Madeira. So those kids that are coming back and getting into education, they're exactly who we're looking for in Madeira Unified. We want those kids back as examples to our, you know, our other students coming up. So uh, it seemed like it was going to be a long time, and then in a week of our eye, here it is. Yeah. And then, you know, we're talking about former athletes. I just ran our Madeiras in college, and... You know, one of the freshmen this year at a college, uh, Jared Guglielmana, he goes out and does something from UC Merced that only three athletes have ever done, which is record double-digit kills in his first in his first match, and then he's named All Conference for the Pac West at, at UC Merced. You've been which is awesome because you know the the, uh, the drive in that young man because you know he got there and he had some. Uh, he had all the big work that said he was ready to go, and then all of a sudden, first game comes up, and he's earned a starting spot over a couple seniors. That's just through sheer work ethic. And, and then all of a sudden, there was some academics through the NAIA. They were missing something or whatever, so he missed his first game. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, finally he becomes, uh, becomes eligible. And, and there's nobody around that's going to have better grades than Jerry. <laughs> and, and then finally they put him out there, and look what he does. He just exploded. So, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the kind of grit that our kids have. How cool is that to have that little pipeline to UC Merced? I mean, not only did Jerry, 
But of course, we had Valeria basically start out that women's volleyball program, followed by Dominique Andrews. And now Vincente Velarde, former Madera kid, is running the cross-country program. You got Adrian Alvarez-Gill from Madera South running for them. You know, Sofia Rios and Tarina Martinez from Madera South ran for them. Just that pipeline to UC Merced. How cool is to have that at the UC right next door? kids, you keep playing until someone that knows more than you tells you you're not good enough. Yeah. Because they're great academically, right? Yeah. They're great athletically, but they're great academically. And, and 
Had they not been great academically, they wouldn't be there. Yep. So, uh, it all starts in the classroom. What's that? Well, I was saying it all starts in the classroom. Now, uh, Marty, um, I wanted to speak about, uh, you know, of course, sports reopening here. Um, you know, I know for myself, um, you know, I'll be watching the Coyotes take on the Cougars and boys soccer coming up here at the end of the week. So um, as the, you know, athletic director of all of Madera Unified, you know, what can you say just in terms of uh, which sports are coming back and just kind of how that schedule is all going to work out? soccer fields uh, beneficial. You're like, ooh, this is what we needed it for because we could play four soccer games and a football game in a week and not have to worry about the grass dying. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, I, I've always been a firm believer that football should be played on Friday night on grass. There's just something special about it. But in the high school level, I don't know why everybody doesn't have a turf field. <laughs> it should just be part of your uh, part of your play. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have when we have all those rainy days and soccer season, 
killed or destroyed one game. And yet, in our league, we have people calling us saying, hey, can we come play on your field? Because we've never had to cancel uh, <laughs> a so, yeah, I agree 100%. It comes in handy. That's why. And then I was talking to uh, John Fernandez today, and he was saying, we're going to have – we have these games, but there are limits to people in the stands. What are those limits? Well, right now what we're, what we're limited to is uh, we're, we're in our bigger venues. It kind of comes down to the size of the facility. Um, in our bigger venues, like football – uh, we're, we're able to give every uh, student four, um, four tickets, and those four tickets have to go to immediately immediate family members. So that's who can come into the games. And we have our stadium set up with, you know, basically seat guards and whatnot, so people have to sit more than six feet apart. They yeah. have to sit positive four, but we only uh, allow immediate family members at this time. Same thing we, when we send our tickets to our, our opponents. It's the same thing. They get four per player, and they have to come as a family. Uh, in our indoor units, like, and, and that varies because, as you know, Tyler, the, the gym at Matilda Torres and Madera South are significantly bigger than the indoor <laughs> units. Yes. Um, so, you know, when we get to Joe Flores, we can only have two. We, every kid gets two tickets. Yeah. Um, um, so we try to, you know, we try to judge that according to the size of the facility. Swimming, you know, if, if we can get four at Joe Flores, we'll do that. Yeah. Swimming, you know, with just portable bleachers, probably two per kid. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of right now our our uh, immediate family is our priority. Um, you know, Marty, one thing, you know, I was wondering about in terms of, you know, the sports schedule. Um how are playoffs going to work? Uh, is it uh, shortened rounds, anything like that, or is it kind of just how it how it's always been? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to break it up on me a little bit. I was hard for you. I, I heard something with regards to playoffs. Yeah, he was asking how are playoffs going to work. Are are are? I know some sports aren't going to have any, but some sports are. So, what sports have you guys or have playoffs been cut out of? Right now, the way playoffs are working is all fall sports playoffs have been canceled. Um, fall sports, and at, at that section and the state level, there's no fall sports. So football, everything we got going on right now will not have uh, playoffs. Uh, moving on to the other sports, we we haven't made that decision yet. So for soccer, baseball, softball, uh, boys volleyball. Uh, the goal is to try to have playoffs, second playoffs, even state playoffs. It'll probably be decided in the middle of April, but probably the second week of April, whether uh, or not those playoffs will will happen. And it really depends on uh, the California Department of Public Health and their guidelines. Because currently, uh, we're only allowed to play uh, competitions with one school, so we're only allowed to really do dual meets, and we have to play it against bordering counties as long as they're in the same tier. Yeah. And so basically in Madeira, we're in the purple tier currently. I think we're getting close to red, and hopefully things continue, but we're in the purple tier. We can only play Merced and Fresno County. 
You yeah. cannot drive through a county yeah. to play in another county that might be in your tier. So that's kind of, for our section, there's no way we could have a section playoff because there's so many counties, some would be uh, not included. So that's kind of where we're at right now. If that is changed, then the playoff structure will become uh, a lot more doable and probably happen. So basically what, what we were talking about, what we've always been talking about is everybody do their due diligence. We Everybody get down in tiers, be the same tier, and we can be able to get back to some sort of normal. Absolutely. But, but you know, if we continue, if we continue to do the right thing, uh, meaning, you know, I feel really, really good, and, and I've expressed this to you, Tyler. I think in, in, in our schools, we have an excellent vaccinations and all that kind of good stuff. Um, we want to thank Marty Bitter for coming on. We got some great information about high school sports, especially celebrating Lalo. That's the awesome thing. Thank you, Marty, for joining us and, uh, and, and telling us all about high school sports. Yes, and, uh, you know, thank you again to Marty for joining us this evening. And uh, we are going to hopefully keep adding more sports to our podcast here. And, you know, things are starting to open up, uh, you know, quite a bit. And, um, you know, like Tyler said, you know, get your vaccinations, you know, practice social distancing, things like that. But, um, of course, wear your mask. And um, until next time, but thanks again to our Madeira community members for tuning in. But uh, we'll be back soon.